Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy Manina Finisher, and I'm your greeting this morning. Who's on the line? Good morning, beautiful. It's kindness. I'm happy to hear your voice. Praise God for another day. I love you. <laughs> yes, I love you too. It's good to hear your voice. How are you doing? Uh, I'm blessed. I just want you to know I thank God for your soul, just for staying connected. Um and just reminding me what God's love looks and feels like. You're precious to me, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love you, sis. <laughs> Happy Triumph and Tuesday, Yvonne. How are you doing this morning? Okay. You doing okay? Yeah. Great, great, great. You have an awesome day, and thanks for calling in. Thanks for asking. I really do appreciate that. Okay. Okay. Love you, sis. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? Hi. Good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday. This is Kemper. Kemper, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good to hear your sound this morning. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? Good, good morning. morning, this is Danielle. Danielle, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Thanks for Happy calling Triumphant in. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Same to you. God bless you. God bless you. Sound good, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I got a little bit of owie on my right leg, but that's not stopping me, so I'm doing good. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Who was that? Good morning, Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. Good morning to you. Happy Tuesday. Good to hear your sound this morning. Good to hear your sound also. Thank you. Anyone else just on the call? I say good morning. Good morning. This is Gloria. Gloria, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. It's so Happy good Triumphant to hear you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you as well. Good to hear your voice too. I'm going back on mute. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. It's Moxie. Hey, Serena. Hello, Terry. Hey, 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 Moxie. Good morning to hey, you. Guys. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. All Happy is well. Happy Tuesday. I'm excited. 
I done looked at the, the, the schedule. I'm like, oh, my God, I got my fire extinguisher ready. Cause yeah, we're going no, to I know. Fire in a hole. Let's go. I'm excited, y'all. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I woke up like, whoa, let's go. Let's go. Oh, God, it's so good. Oh, yes. Oh, good morning, everybody. Right. <laughs> Anyone else just joined the call and want to say good morning? Any first-time callers? Any men? Any brothers want to say, hey, good morning to you? <laughs> it's a great morning. I hope everyone had a nice weekend. Who was that? Good morning, Pastor LaFleur. Just talking about you. Good morning to you. How are you doing? My condolences to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm doing good. Doing good. We appreciate you as well. We love you. And I love you guys too. Yeah, we continue praying for you and lift up you and your family. Okay, anyone else want to say good morning before we get started? Good morning, Pastor Pam here. Pastor Pam, I heard you. Good morning to you. And who else was that? It was Krishonda. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. God bless you. Good morning, Krishonda. Good morning to you. God bless you as well. Okay. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Again, please check your phone. Hello, my name is Tarina Definition, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, and encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Make sure to call in during the month of May, where our monthly theme is entitled Deliverance. This month, the declaration will focus on how Christ is our deliverer and how he transforms our lives and gives us the ability to live victorious lives. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today, TNT Bible Studies tonight. Prayer begins 5.30 p.m. sharp, and the Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss a teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. There is no prayer request from the app. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise with Shonda, declaration Kathy. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise with Shonda, declaration Kathy. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is Psalm 62, 1-2. Truly my soul is secretly waiting for God. From him comes my salvation. He he only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until, until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer word for Shonda. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus love you, and so do I.
Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we bless you for who you are and we just give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you, God, that you're absolutely in control and you know everything that's going on. We thank you, Father, that nothing throws us off or throws you off and catches you by surprise. We thank you that you're omniscient, all-knowing, that you're omnipresent everywhere at the same time, that you're omnipotent, all-powerful. Thank you, God, for being you and being God and being God all by yourself. You don't need your our help, but you decide to make us co-laborers alongside with you. So, God, I thank you for being strong and mighty, mighty in battle, for being our battle axe, for being our strong tower that the righteous can run unto you and be safe. But you are our deliverer. You are our way maker. You are our provider. You are God and God all by yourself. God, we thank you for being the great I am. Every single thing that we need you to be, Jesus, you declared that I am the way, the truth, and the life, that no man cometh unto the Father except through me. You said that you are the door. Thank you for opening the door for us and giving us access to come in, to come boldly before your throne of grace to find mercy in our time favor in our time of need and God if we ever needed you before we need you right now thank you for being a very present help in our time of trouble thank you for being our shield and our buckler thank you for being our shelter and our covering thank you for being a way out of no way thank you for keeping us in our right mind when we thought we were going to lose our minds thank you for being a keeper a sustainer a provider Thank you, God, for it had not been for you on our side. Where would we be? We thank you for this day, for this day that you have made. It is unlike any other day that we have made or experienced or ever seen before. So we decide to rejoice and be glad in it. God, some of us need to get our joy back. So we thank you for joy being uh, springing forth like a fountain in us now. Even as we open our mouths, God, we say thank you because of who you are and because of what you did for us and how you gave your son to die for us on the cross. Even while we were yet sinners, you sent him to die for us, even when we didn't deserve it, while we were in the midst of our stuff, when we didn't even care about you, you sent your son, and nobody took his life, but he laid it down for us. What manner of love is this? Help us to understand the depths of love that he went through to pay the price for us, to have a sound mind, to walk in liberty, to be free indeed, to be able to call you Daddy, Abba, Father, to have a right to the tree of life, to have everlasting eternal life, and to have life and have it more abundantly while we're here, for life does not consist in the stuff that we have, but we thank you for an abundance of peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding, the peace that guards our hearts and minds by Christ Jesus, your peace that you give unto us, not as the world gives, but the peace that you give us, Father, and they can't take it away. We thank you for an abundance of joy again, Father, the joy God that's unspeakable and full of your glory. We thank you for an abundance of goodness and kindness. God, we even thank you for an abundance of self-control that gives us the ability to make the right decisions because it's in you that we live and move and have our being. It's because of you living on the inside of us that gives us the ability to walk in a manner that's pleasing before you. It's because of you and who you are and who you called us to be before we even got here, God, before the foundation of the earth 
Spirit, you already knew us. You formed us in our mother's womb, and you called us to be priests of nations. You called us out, Father, and you knew we'd be right here today. So we say thank you. We thank you for things being as well as they are. Some of us, God, are in some situations, and things aren't so great, God, but we thank you because they could be so much more worse, God. We thank you for the trying of our faith, for it produces patience and patience experience and experience hope and hope maketh us not ashamed for your love, God, being shed abroad in our hearts. We thank you for your word, God. We had it deep in our hearts that we might not sin against you, God. Teach us how to love you even the more for you said if you love me you would keep my commandments god we want to show you through our acts of obedience that we love you and we thank you father teach us how to love one another he said by this would they know that we're your disciples by the love that we have one towards another and father one of the signs of the end times is that the love of many would wax cold god let it not be said amongst us help us to walk in a way god that we love and of. We love unconditionally. We love because you told us to. You said this is the first and the greatest commandment that we love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then we love our neighbors as ourselves, God. And who is our neighbor but everybody that we come in contact with, God. Help us to walk in love, to speak the truth in love, God, to speak your truth in love, God, not our truth as the way we see it. Father, help us to have our minds renewed so that we can recognize that we need to be delivered delivered, God, from some things in this world. God, thank you that we're in this world, but we're not of this world, and this world is not our home. We give you glory and honor and praise for recognizing who we are today. We are the King's kid, God. We thank you for calling us out of darkness into your marvelous light, for giving us an inheritance that's incorruptible, for giving us a promise, God, that we can hold on to. So we thank you, God, that you are the lover of our soul and the lifter of every bow down head. God, I thank you for Susie's voice this morning, for she has joy in her voice. And I thank you for Tarina, God, for she brought the atmosphere of joy here. So we thank you, God, for everybody that's on this call. You know what they stand in need of. There were no prayer requests, but you already know our thoughts are far off even before we ask them. So we thank you, God, that it's already done. We come into agreement with your word and we line ourselves up, commanding our morning to line up with the truth of your word today that everything you've declared and decreed over us is already established so it shall be done god you have spoken your word you watch over it to make sure that it is accomplished it will not return unto you void so we stand in full agreement god with the word that you've already spoken that you've already written down in the book before we got here god we just say thank you thank you for being a good good father Thank you for being a good shepherd. Thank you, God. It's because of you that we are. It's because of you, God, that we can stand up and live in this world, God, and not be overcome with grief and pain and sorrow. God, thank you. I am praying and lifting up everyone that is mourning the loss of their loved ones. And we lift up Pastor LaFleur before you and her family. And God, we thank you for her heart as she served God. And we saw the relationship, even though I didn't see it personally. God, I 
saw it, as I saw the pictures of the love that she has for her mother, I thank you. That is a representation of the love that you have for your church, Jesus. The love that you have, that you so gave your only begotten son, that whosoever believes on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. It's a representation of the love we should have one towards another. So God, thank you because you are love. Let us represent you well. Let us live a life that's pleasing before you. Let us walk in excellence. Let us walk worthy of this calling that you called us into. In the name of Jesus, God, forgive us of our sins. Continue to create us a clean heart. Thank you for filling us even the more, Holy Spirit, with you. You told us if my people who are called by my name, God, and we are your people, we are called by your name. And what name is that? The name of Jesus. There's no name greater than that name. If we would humble ourselves, God, forgive us for the times we walk in pride and envy and jealousy and all the other stuff going on in our lives that we put our agenda before you. If we would humble ourselves and pray, you said that men should always pray, pray without ceasing for the fervent effectual prayers of the righteous bell as much. If we would turn from our wicked ways, God, we got so much repenting to do and we don't recognize it. And sometimes those are the doorways and the gateways and the open paths and the cracks where we need deliverance. Father, we turn. You said you would hear from heaven. Hear from heaven, God, our prayers. Let our prayers reach you as sweet-smelling incense before your nostrils. Heal our land as you forgive our sins. Thank you in advance. And so, God, because we know that our prayers reach you and because we know that you hear our prayers and because we know that we have the desires that we petition you for, God, we can take our phones off of mute and we can boldly praise you and lift you up and say thank you for it already. Hallelujah. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Thank you for pressing all of us. Thank you for Thank you for the Thank you for We thank you, Father. We thank you for the word. We know she studied. We know, Holy Spirit, you're ready. We know, God, as she's ready, like like a, a horse at the gate, God, she's ready to, to come out and deliver everything that you've given her. So we make ourselves ready. Open the eyes of our understanding, God. Open our ears that we might hear what your spirit is saying to your church, your people today. Fill her even the more, Father, removing everything that would try to hinder your word from coming forth. We thank you, God, for power. We thank you, God, for a place that only a secret place and a person that knows how to get there. We thank you that she's been there. And we thank you, God, that you're going to usher us in for deliverance. We are ready. We have an expectation on your word. So we bless you as we bless class from the floor where we pass the call in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. We just wanna just wanna make sure that all phones are on mute at this time. We just wanna make sure just to keep the the integrity of the call um for what its intended purpose is. So just want to take just a few seconds just to check your phones and make sure that they are on mute. We want to be able to keep the integrity, amen, of the call. Thank you to the greeters. Thank you for the prayer, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you for the prayer, not just today's prayer, glory, but just praying for me, just praying for me, praying for my family praying for us. Thank you so much. We just love you. Um, last night, I just want to share something with you. Um, I'm going to give you the text so you can pull that up really quick. It's coming out of the book of John chapter 11, very familiar text, John chapter 11. Um, I just want to share something. Last night, um, I didn't have John chapter 11. I was somewhere else. Um, but last night while I was asleep, while I was asleep, the Lord changed the word um, that I thought I was declaring today. He spoke the text in my spirit. I was, I was asleep, but I could hear God even while I was asleep. I could hear God speak in my spirit this text. 
And I had gone to bed already thinking about Declare Victory. I had went back through my phone, checking the message to make sure that uh, today was the day um, because it had been some time when I was asked about the uh, declaration, but I just wanted to make sure I had the date right. I wanted to make sure I had the word right um, and just to make sure that my heart was in the right posture even while I slept. So I was thinking about the love and the support that I always get from this platform, from Declare Victory. Um, I was really wanting to give God's word to his people for today. So I can't say that I was really anxious. I was eager. I was excited. Um, even when I was laying down going to sleep, I was I was excited about the word that I had. And, and in the middle of me sleeping, I hear the Holy Spirit begin to speak this text in my spirit. And and so I began to uh, get up earlier than normal because now he's shifted. So now I have to move uh, according to the spirit of God. And so the word changed last night and, and it reads out of John chapter 11, starting at verse 33, reading out of the ESV version. And it says, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him? But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying. Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Remove what's blocking, what's holding the stench of the sin in. Remove the stone. Hallelujah. Remove the stone. He says to her, did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? Hallelujah. Because Martha says to Jesus, he says, uh, this is, Lord, by this time there will be an odor for he has been dead four days. So Jesus replies uh, to her, did I not tell you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on the account of the people standing around that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Verse 44, the man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. I just want to talk on the subject just for a couple minutes. I see dead people. Just the subject, I see dead people. So going into the text, if you know a little bit of history about Lazarus and 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 his death, um, in the beginning of the, the chapter, it talks about a certain man named Lazarus. He was from Bethany. He was ill. And his sisters, Mary and Martha, had uh, sent a word to Jesus that Lazarus was ill. And it, it, it gives you a description. Mary, uh, she was the one who anointed the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. That was her brother who had died 
right? And so the sisters together, Mary and Martha, they sent a word to Jesus, letting him know that his friend, that Lazarus, was sick. He was ill. Uh, and when Jesus heard of it, the Bible says that he spoke and said that it was for the glory of God. He said that this sickness was not unto death, but it was for the glory of God. And he begins to let his disciples know that they would be traveling to go and see Lazarus. Now, one of the things that that uh, astonished me about the text, if you read it back in uh, beginning of the chapter, uh, they begin to say, well, Jesus, do you really want to go now? Because uh, you remember not long Long ago, they were trying to kill you. And, and so Jesus was letting them know that Lazarus had died, but he used the word asleep. And they didn't understand it. They said, well, if he's sleeping, then the rest that he get will help heal him. But Jesus had to tell him them straight away that Lazarus had died. And, and so he begins to teach the disciples and let them know. But even though he delayed it a couple days before he went, he still gathered up those that was with him, the followers, and he began to make his way to where Lazarus was, right? And so one thing that I thought was amazing was that in verse number 16, if you go back and read it, it says Thomas was there, and, and Thomas is the one that's called twin, and he said to the other disciples, let us go so we will die with him. He was saying this because he knew that they were after Christ, that they had already threatened to kill Christ, and so he's already counting Christ as dead. He's even counting himself as dead. He says, let's just go so we can just die with him. It's funny how people can be around you and still not understand the God in you. And, and so Jesus begins to talk when he gets to uh, to uh, where the tomb is. Uh, he's met by one of the sisters and she comes out. Martha comes out. She heard that Jesus was coming. She meets him halfway there and, and she begins to talk to him and he she lets them know that Jesus, if you were here before, if you were here, my brother wouldn't have died. And Jesus begins to talk to her about being the resurrection. And, and she believes and she begins to say, I do believe that you are the son, you are the Messiah, you are the one that they spoke about that would come. And then she leads him on closer to the tomb. Now, Mary, she tells Mary, Jesus is here and he's asking about you. But when Mary comes to Christ, and I'm just giving you just a little background, when Mary comes to Christ, she says the same thing. Well, if you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Jesus was telling me, the Holy Spirit was showing me this morning, he says, I see dead people. Listen, I understand that our focus would automatically go to Lazarus because he's the one that has died and he's in the tomb and, and he's been dead for four days. But how long have the people's minds around Christ been dead to understand that he is Christ? How long have you been walking with Jesus and not really believing in who and how he moves and works? The disciples, they've seen miracles after miracles, signs and wonders. They've seen, they've seen a blind man healed because people around the tomb says, surely he's healed the eyes, opened the eyes of a blind man. So why couldn't he stop this man from dying? But Jesus said in the beginning of the chapter that his death was for the glory of God. He didn't have to stop death being the resurrection. He had to res resurrect death so that they understand he is the Messiah. Ah, he doesn't have to use his power to prevent something from happening. God, ah, God, Jesus.
Jesus is so powerful that he can allow whatever to happen, happen so that he can step into the happening and show his power, show his work, show the glory of God through death. And, and so I believe that Jesus, when he was trying to let the disciples know, even if you die, hallelujah, even if you die, if you die a believer, you remain with me. Even if this death is shatorobosa, even if you don't come back after you die, if you die in Christ, I you die as a believer, you still are alive in me. And so some of the things that God was showing me today, he says, I see dead people. He said, I see, listen, dead people. And, and so God began to show me, he said, the dead people that I see, oh, that isn't the one that's in the tomb. It's the one that's surrounding the tomb. It's the one that's running out to me saying to me, God, if you were here, my mother, if you were here, my brother, if you were here, my son, if you were here, my father, if you were here, my God, this wouldn't have happened. But but then Jesus begins to tell me, the Holy Spirit begins to tell me, he says, look at the text. Go in and look at the text. Verse 38 says, he says, then Jesus deeply moved again. He's already upset that his friend has died. He's already asleep in the tomb. Jesus has already wept because he's heard about them. And he sees that they're deeply moved by his death. So he moves in the same way. See, the, we, we sometimes we think that Christ is so defined that, that, that he can't feel what we feel. Sometimes we put him on such a, 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 a distance at, at feeling, but, but the Bible says, what is man that thou art mindful of him? So I understood, even in my own situation, that when I cry for my mother because truly I miss her, that Jesus understands those tears, and he doesn't try to stop me from crying. He allows me to weep because he understands that Jesus wept. He wept at the thought of his friend being gone. He wept at the sisters weeping. He wept at the people surrounding the tomb. He wept because he feels us. And, and I just want somebody to understand today that Jesus feels you when you're going through situations, whether that's trouble, whether that's mourning, whether that's death, whatever the situation is, Jesus can feel what you feel. And he wants us to understand this in this text because sometimes we think that he's supposed to stop things from happening, to prevent them from happening so that we can be comfortable with death. So we, we think that he's supposed to stop. I, I know for me, I thought, I said, God, you told me that this year was going to be the year of supernatural. You said that supernatural things would happen, and then you took my mother. Ah, God, thank you, Lord. But God began to tell me, listen, I didn't take your mother when I said I would take. Your mother came through many trials and tribulations. Your mother over overcame pneumonia four different times every year in November she was sick. Your mother overcame osteoporosis. Your mother overcame the stroke. She was still singing hymns in the in the hospital, in hospice. You were still doing the Lord's Prayer. Your mother overcame a lot. Your mother lived 78 years, which is eight years past what I promised. So don't miss the miracle thinking I was supposed to do what you wanted me to do. He says, don't miss it when you think that because I'm delayed that you are denied. He said, even when your mother died, she died in me. Therefore, your mother is fine. Hallelujah. He says, you will see her again. And this is what he tells, he tells the sisters, you'll see her, him again. But she says, I understand I'll see him in the last days. But Jesus is letting her know in that moment, no, you're about to see God. 
How many of you need to see God just show up in your dead situation? How many of you just need to see God just show up right where you are? How many of you just need to see God? Jesus is giving this text today because he said to me in the dream, he said, they need to see me move right now. They need to see, and I'm going to do it for my father's glory. He said, I'm not doing this because they want me to do it. I'm doing this because it's already written. It was already purpose for me to do this on their behalf. Verse 38 says, then Jesus deeply moved again, came to the tomb. He went to a place that was dead. He went to a place that was counted out. He said, and it was a cave and a stone laid against it out of our side. There was something blocking the life of Lazarus. There was something blocking the way of Lazarus. There was something that was holding Lazarus into that dead place. God said, even today, some of your family members, some of your friends, some of your children, there's something in the way that lays against their deliverance and their freedom. God says, tell them to take the stone away. What is the stone, God? It could be bitterness. It could be unforgiveness. God said, take the stone away. Whatever is blocking them from getting free, whatever is blocking them from living on, whatever is blocking, he says, take the stone away. Some of us have to forgive people. I understand that forgiveness is difficult for those that, that still have gods and grudges. But God said, if you take the stone away from your heart and allow me access to heal that stony place, that dead place, that grave place, then ah, when you remove the stone, I can get in and fix up and clean up that stinking thing that you're still holding on to called a grudge. He says, remove what's blocking, what, remove what's holding in that stench of the sin. Remove the stone that holds them into dead places. Remove what separates them from others. Listen, the stone separated the living, what we thought was the living from the dead. But God said, listen, I want you to see it in the spirit realm. He said, what is separated, the dead people, yeah, was on the outside of the tomb. Lazarus is waiting for his, out of our side, resurrection to come. Ah, not just his resurrection, but he's waiting for the Messiah because he's Jesus' friend. And when you are a friend of Christ, you believe whatever Christ said. When you belong to Christ, you understand that Christ does what Christ wants to do. I belong to him, so I understood. And him waking me up out of my side, putting a dream in my spirit, and then waking me up with a different word because I'm a friend of his. I'm a daughter of his. When you understand how he moves, you just allow him to move just like that. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an owner, for he's been dead for four days. Listen, I want you to understand sin needs time to die. I got thank you. Sin needs time to die. Ah, I, I remember my pastor used to say all the time, he said, a skeleton, he said, don't get mad when people say you have skeletons in your closet, for the skeletons mean that it has time to separate from you and that thing, so sin had time to die. Be concerned when there's still a whole dead body in your closet, when there's still flesh that hasn't fell off. He says, be concerned when your body is still stinking because get on my side, the flesh, the stench of sin is still there, but a skeleton in the closet means that it had time to decay. What about that? Whatever was on Lazarus had time to decay, and they were concerned. Yeah, Rabbi said, like it is in the days today. People are so concerned with Christ seeing their stinking sin that they want to keep them blocked off and locked out. 
out of what he what they've gone through and what they've done. But Jesus is saying today, open, move back, roll away, take away the stone so I can see your odor, so I can see your stinking place. I don't care how long you've been in this sin. I don't care how long you've been in this mess. I don't care how long you've been doing what you've been doing. He says, open up the stone, move the stone out of the way so that I can bring back to life what's already died, so I can bring back to life what has at my side, what needs to be resurrected in you. Sin needs time to die. Sin needs time to die. And with Jesus, he's delayed, but it doesn't deny Lazarus' deliverance. Listen, with Christ, he may be delayed in your circumstances, but God was saying today, it doesn't deny, deny or doesn't deny your deliverance. You shall be delivered before God because it's for the glory of God. He says, your deliverance. You've been waiting on the Lord. You've been waiting on the Lord, and he came in to declare victory today, to roll back the stones of people's hearts, to roll back the stones of your secret sins, to open up those hidden rooms and those hidden areas, because why? Because Jesus says, I see dead people, and, and the dead people he sees are the ones, yeah, God, thank you, that are walking with him, the ones that says, should we go now? They, they, I, I, I think they might kill us. Oh, let's just go with them so we can all die together. He's walking with the disciples that they don't believe. He said, I'm glad. I'm glad he died. And I'm glad I wasn't there because this is so that you can believe. Listen, he's talking to his disciples, ah, the ones that's been with him, the ones that's been serving him, the one that's been seeing what he's able to do. But he tells them, I'm glad I wasn't there. When Lazarus died, see, Jesus had to delay going because he understood the unbelief in the ones that was with him. I got him aside. He had to wait until he was completely dead for days so that the ones that were walking with him would understand that he is the one who was sent. Sometimes, sometimes you are walking with people who say your name, they've been around you, they've been connected to you, but they don't really believe that you were sent. They don't really believe that you were sent in this walk by Christ. They, they see the thing that you've done. Thank you, Holy Ghost. They see, Dion, they see what you've done. They see that you pray over your Son and usher the Lord was that that sickness wasn't unto death. Oh, but there's some people that still don't believe that you were sent. Listen, I don't know who all I'm talking to, but I know I'm talking to a few of you that know that there are still people that will surround you. They'll follow you, but they ain't for you. And they, they see you do things by the power of God, but still don't believe that you were sent. Jesus said, I had to wait. Until everything was dead, everything began to speak. Everything was because why? Because I needed them to see who I really was. And I needed them to see that the power of God and the glory of God is something that He sent me to do this. He said, "You saw dead people at the tomb, but I was walking." Yes, He said there was some walking dead with me going to the tomb. He said, there were some dead folks walking with me to see a dead man. He said, so I had to do it for them. I had to allow them to come with me to 
see the glory of God. God said, don't try to unfriend, unfollow, and don't try to block the ones that don't believe yet. Just keep showing them the glory of God. Keep showing them, keep rolling back that stone so that they can see the truth, that they can understand that dead spot was meant for his glory, that filth was meant for his glory, that sin was meant for his glory. Jesus says, to her, verse 40 says, didn't I tell you that if you would believe, if you believe you would see the glory of God, God, Jesus told me this when he said, I'm checking belief systems today. I understand that this declaration is about freedom and liberty and, and deliverance, but God says deliverance starts with belief. Oh, if you don't believe how can you be set free? Oh my God. Lazarus dies a believer. It's important that you die in Christ. Lazarus dies a believer. Therefore, even if Lazarus hadn't come forth, he still lives in Jesus. Listen, if you die believing, you still live with Christ. He says, Jesus says to her, didn't I tell you that you would see the glory of God. He says, I'm telling you this not to clown you. I'm telling you this so that the end I could crown you. Even if you die, you shall live with Christ. If only you believe. If, if, if is a big word in the text. If, if you were here, he wouldn't have died. If, if you weren't here, if you hadn't a delay, he, he wouldn't have died. If, if, if it's a, God says, I hear if. So many times, he said, I see dead people, people who still question their belief, questioning who I am. I'm God all by myself. He says, if is a big word. He said, it's an area of disbelief. He said, but it didn't just include the people around the tomb that said, if he'd have been here, he could have, like he did the blind man, he could have stopped this man from dying. He said, listen, I want you to understand that it's not the man in the tomb that really dead. It's not even the one in the tomb that's really dead. It's the one that's around the tomb. It's the one that's walking with me. It's the one that's traveling with me. It's the one that's following me. That's are the dead ones because Lazarus died believing. So they took the stone away. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. <laughs> he said, I, I, I thank you, God, it's for the glory of God, that you have heard me. He said, I knew that you always hear me. He said, but I said this on account of the people standing around me. See, sometimes deliverance has to take place for the ones that are around the altar, for the ones that are around the ones at the altar, for the ones that's in the pulpit. Yes, I got on my side. There are some pastors, there's some preachers, there's some apostles, there's some evangelists, some, some teachers that still don't believe. God said, I'm through. I said this for the ones that's around here, the, the, the some that secretly said if he was here, right on my side, if he was here before he died, he could have stopped him from dying. If he could have did this like he did the blind, he said, there's still some followers that are not believers. Listen, don't get it twisted because you're following Christ. God said today, he said, I see dead people. Yes, they're following me. Yes, they're doing the routine. Yes, they're sticking to the program. But 
I'm checking their belief system because I see some dead things and some areas that they blocked me out of. They placing a stone there. He said, so I'm coming to declare victory today to tell you, roll back that stone. Move it out of the way so I can get into an area that you keep blocking me off from. Move the stone away so that I can get into an area that you keep keeping secret and hidden. Move the stone so that I can get to a place that you really be delivered for whom the son sets free is free indeed. It's not just us needing the freedom and the deliverance. It's about us staying free and delivered. Jesus, Jesus has seen a lot of things leading up to this point. He has done a lot of things leading up to this point and there were still people who didn't believe that he was sent. There were still doubts. So what does God do? God uses death to dispel doubt. You think God has to use, ah, Jesus. Sometimes we looking for angels, yes, to fly through the air, to help us believe. We we looking for the stars, for the birds chirping. We God said, I can use death uh, and dispel it so that you can believe. I can use, I can let somebody die, bring them back to life so that you can see that the dead one lives so that you can believe. But listen, he says, I use his death uh, to identify your death. He said, I use Lazarus' death place so that I can flush out all the dead folks. He said, I see dead people, but I have to use my friend. I have to use my friend to allow him to die so that you can become a friend of mine. So, oh God, thank you, Lord. He said, I had to use Lazarus. I had to let Lazarus die so that you can see you was dead. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He says, he says, when, when, when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. He says, your deliverance, listen, Lazarus is in the tomb. He's bound, right? He's bound. He's in the tomb. He's bound. But God says, your deliverance is not out of reach for me. I understand you're hidden away. I understand that you're not trying to come forth. I understand you don't want me to see that area. He said, but your deliverance is is not out of reach for me. I can reach into a dead place just with the sound of my voice and call forth your life out of the dead place. I I called Lazarus out of what held him. I, I called him out of what bound him. I called him out of. He says, but your deliverance is not out of reach for me. He will call you in your dead place and you will hear the Lord. Listen, if he can speak to me a whole sermon while I'm asleep, you can hear God speak to you. If only you would believe the man who died came out. The man who died came out. And I'm a sort of, God says, decree and declare on this day. Lord, decree and declare on this day that sons that these mothers have been praying for shall come out. Decree and declare on this day, LaFleur, that daughters shall come out. Decree and declare on this day that every dead family member shall come out. He said, he said his feet, his hands was bound with linen strips. His face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him. Jesus is saying today, he says, let them out out of our the same way they came in. See, a lot of people go to church. Yes, yeah. they go to church, but they come out the same, and 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 we begin to talk about them because 
They, they ain't changed yet. They've been in church all year long, but look, they still coming in the same. Why? Because man looks at the outer appearance and God looks at the heart. But God says, let them come out the way that they came in because they're supposed to be a community of people that has been appointed to help them. Oh, God, loose the bind, loose the ties that had them. Listen to what the scripture says. Jesus says, unbind him and let him go. Who's he talking to? He told them, unbind him. Why? Because it takes a community to help you get free. Instead of talking about people who go into church one way and come out the same way, before they leave, untie them, unbind them, let them know. He said the reason, yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit, the reason why people leave and, and, and come and, and they're exactly the same is because the truth has not been told. I saw the whole truth and nothing. If you're still bound, you saw my God of saw. If you're still bound and, and, and you've heard the word preached, uh, but you're still trapped, God says there's something about the truth that's being curved. He said, oh my, let them come out the way they went in, but tell the people the truth that they have to take part in the deliverance of the person that is bound. Listen, it's not just their job to get free. They're tied up. Lazarus comes out. They said his hands and his feet were bound with strips. So, so he's bound. He, he's like a mummy coming out. His face is even wrapped with a cloth. They, they had a, a covering over his face. He can't see his way out. He can't unshake his way out. He can't get out. But the people around that spoke about him being dead was more dead than Lazarus. And they're dead in the spirit because they don't want to help. Ah, nobody else get free. Once you get free, you think that's it. No, my sister's still tied up. I can't stop this work. And my brothers are still tied. I, I can't stop preaching because my mama died. My, my children are still tied. I, I can't wait until the Messiah, somebody else untied them. I gotta go be a part of the work that unties the people. God says, I don't care if their pants are still sagging, if they got a blunt in their mouth, if they got bottles in their hand, if they got a hole in their pen. I don't care if they're practicing homosexuality. I don't care. He said, help them out of them grave clothes. Out of my son, they're dead. They're dressed for death. But I'm the resurrection. I'm the resurrection. And when I show up, oh God, thank you, Holy Ghost. He said, when I show up, which means that you can't keep preaching, greater is he that is in me. But you won't do great things. You can't keep preaching that you have life and death. Out of my sight, the power of your tongue, and you won't speak the truth. You can't keep showing up on the scene and letting people live bound. You shut the rumbles. Letting them walk out just barely strutting in grave clothes, uh, leaving from your presence. I put a word in your mouth to tell them the truth, and the truth will make you free. Listen, the truth will make you free. Ah, God, thank you. He says, He says, I've done this so that others around the tomb can believe. He said, I'll make a believer out of you too. Uh, he said, you think that a, a person in your family who's gangbanging, who's drunk, who's thieving, who's lying, who's stealing, can't be delivered? So you tossed them away in a dark cave called distance. You unfriend, unfollow, block, ignore, because you said they're dead to you? Oh, God. Oh, help us, Jesus. Help us, God. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. He said, you said they're dead to you. But he said, but I said, move the stones. I'm about to call some folks out. God said that the dead person, 
syllables. Was it the one in the tomb? It was the unbelievers around the tomb. Lazarus is kept away from unbelieving folks. Sometimes God will hide you from your surroundings, the people that really don't believe. He'll hide you in a place so that God can get the glory about what he does in your life. Lazarus is not dead. He's hidden. Yes, Because Jesus says in the beginning that this sickness will not be unto death. Ah, God, God will hide you ah, into a tomb to make a believer out of your family. Quit worrying about that you ain't been called to do nothing yet. God says, I'm hiding you so that I can flush out the dead folks in your life. I'm hiding you so that I can flush out the unbelievers that's been walking with me. I'm hiding you so that I can flush out the ones that's following me but ain't really for me. They ready to die with me, and it's not even yet my time to die. God said that the dead person was not in the tomb. It was the unbelievers around the tomb. So he says, watch who you are surrounding yourself with in this season. The one that thought your ministry died. Woo! The one that thought your business died. The one that thought your dreams have died. God said, I've hid them in a tomb so that people around, when they see me call that ministry, call that business, call that book, call that call that thing forward, that they will believe that I was sent, that God was sent, that Jesus was sent to bring back to life dead things. God says, I'm good at bringing back to life dead things. I brought my son back. My son brought Lazarus back. Look, this should be a chain of command. Who's next? What are you about to resurrect in your life that has died? What can you say, God, I'm going to roll the stone back on the circumstance because I believe that you are the resurrection and the life. I believe in you today, God. If I never believed before, yes, get about because you know the truth about my questions, you know about my fears, my doubts. But if I never believed before today, God, today I believe that you can do it for my family. I believe that you can do it for my children. I believe that you can do it for my marriage. I believe that you can do it for my ministry. I believe you, Lord. I believe that you are the one that they sent would come. I believe, Lord God, I believe that you are the sent one. I believe that you are the chosen one. I believe that you are Christ, uh, the son of the living God. I believe that you can do this for friendships that have died. God, I believe that you can do it for the glory of God. Listen, Christ does this. He does this with death so that God to get the glory out of your life. God got the glory out of Lazarus' death. He was able to be glorified out of Lazarus dying. He was able to be glorified out of Lazarus dying. Why? Because he already knew that the sickness wasn't going to kill him. He had to just play dead for a minute. Just go ahead and die for a minute, Lazarus. Let me do some work on the people that's around your family. Listen, do you understand that back in those days they would hire they would hire mourners to come and cry around the tomb? They would hire, they were paid mourners. Go back and do the history on this text. They would pay people to come and cry. They were paid mourners to come and cry also with the family. There are some people. There are some people that pretended that they were hurting. At 
loved ones. Listen, I heard more lies told over my mama during that two minute, uh, 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 the two minute expression. I heard more lies told than truth. Woo, God, thank you, Holy Ghost. But let me explain something to you. The death was for His glory because she was a believer. She died in Him. And that's what keeps me going because she died in him. She didn't die without Christ. I would be crying tears, different tears, asking God to give her a chance to get it right. But I'm not. I'm thanking God that she chose him and he chose her for this life, for this walk, and that her death was for his glory. Lazarus' death is for the glory of God and for the people, the naysayers, the, the ones that's faking like they really believe. He said it's for those, the ones that's really dead are on the outside of the tomb, y'all. I'm sorry to, to break open this text the way I did, but God said it's, there is, he's not even the one that's dead. It's the people that's standing around talking about his death. It's the people that's standing around worried about where Jesus was in the midst of his struggle. It's the people that's standing around talking about let's just go die with Jesus and it wasn't even my son's time yet. God said it's just the people that's standing around trying to kill what's already in you that was chosen and that was uh, 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 instructed to live through you. It's not dead. The business is not dead. The book is not dead. The movie is not dead. What you're writing is not dead. God said it's just hidden for a period of time so that my father can get the glory out of your life. Look, I'm going to keep playing dead, y'all. I'm going to keep playing like I don't know. I'm going to keep faking like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, baby, when that tomb, when that stone gets rolled back, people will see that dead things that they counted out live. God says, don't let them count you out. I see dead people around the tomb. God bless you. Declare victory. God bless you. 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 Listen, just for a moment. Just for a moment before we open up to do the hellos again and the welcomes, if God has dropped someone's name in your spirit, I just want you to begin to cry out their name. Just come off of mute for a moment. You know that family member, that friend, that coworker, or whoever it was, that mama, that daddy, that uncle, that aunt, whoever it is, I just want you to come off of mute just for a minute and just holler, come out, just whatever their name is. Just begin to declare today that they will come out. Just begin to yell, come out. I just need you to come off of mute just for about two minutes. I want those on the board to control it. Just give them about 60 seconds. It don't take you to Come Come out 
Good morning, this is Mary. God bless you. And woo wee. God bless you, Mary. <laughs> Good morning, you. Kathy. It's Dee Dee. I love you and praying for you constantly. Good morning. I love you too. Good morning, it's Krishanda. God bless you. God bless you, Krishanda. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Great decoration. I so much need to hear that. Thank you. God bless. God bless you, Lisa. Good morning, this is Danielle. God bless you. Great declaration. Good morning, Daniel. God bless you, Buddha. Good morning, Pastor Kathy. It's kindness. I just want to say thank you so much for your declaration. God bless you, sweetheart. To God be the glory. Renee, good morning, sis. Enjoy you and uh, my deepest condolences on the loss of your beautiful mother. Thank you for that thank word. You. God bless you. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Let's go into our any questions, any comments anyone wants to make at this time. Amen. This is the time to do it. Praise God. I thank God for declare victory. Just just what I received through this platform of love and and the support through this platform. So I pray that you all continue to come through here to, to feel that same love 
that I receive when I'm coming on here. Amen. But are there any questions? Are there any comments this morning? Good morning, Kathy. Can you hear me? I can, yes. It's Diddy. Oh, my God. I am going to go outside for a second just to tell you thank you for your heart, your transparency, and you gave me so much peace. Um, Just watching you walk it out for real, because I have lost so many loved ones, but just you and how you shared about your mom, it just gave me, man, I feel like my heart's beating so fast, but that dead man walking, that analogy is so true, and I chuckled a little bit, because when you said, you ain't never heard so many lies, why is that when people pass away, that's when all kind of hell breaks loose, right? People fall apart, they get angry, they stop talking, they get, and then like you said, that two-minute expression, I almost want them to omit all of that. Like, you yes. know, you should have said that to the person while they could hear you. Not right. get up there and, like you said, make up stuff. But I'm grateful for your tears. I'm grateful because, hmm, thank you, Jesus. It's so much, like I said, with grief for me, but just watching you, because I get to see you walk it out. Not just, and I know it's real. It's helped me so that I can deal with death, because death is coming. We can't do anything about it, yes, but we can sit amen. differently. And like you said, you know where your mother is. So I thank God for you. And it just gave me some, I didn't free some people this morning too, because you feel a way when folks say crazy stuff to you, but when it, when it ties into death, like you broke it down, it's so clear. It's so good. I love you so much. And again, dead man walking. I forget when you said it. I see dead people. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. I love you, sis. I love you too, sis. I love you. I love you too. Praise God. It's better to die in the Lord than without him. It's better to die in the Lord. Good morning, Pastor Kathy. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Well, all I can say is I'm in a maze. I mean, seriously. Um, The word uh, that was changed at the last minute, I love those type of messages because it's not no longer you but the Christ yes. that lives in you. Thank you so much for your transparency. Amen. I'm mourning today several things, not because of any situation, but all the situations that we see as men and women of God. You spoke to the pulpit. You spoke to the masses on this morning. And I want to tell you how much I love you. Never met you. But I know that our hearts are connected, and I will. I'm following you to see where God is going to move you. Just know that. Amen. I pray for your family. Keep doing what you do. Put it out there, because I see dead people as well. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Good morning. This is Torina. I Good morning. A lot of nuggets this morning. One is, um, it's not the dead, it's not the person that's dead inside. I mean, you know, that's dead in the tomb. It's the borrowers. It's the one that was, you know, with Jesus, the disciples that's, um, you know, that's dead. they need to see the glory of God. Yes, glory to God. Right. And also, yeah, so um, 
and then you how you said that deliverance start with believe, and also you and you have us to call out the people um, that needs to be delivered. Uh, you know their their names that's um, that's dead in the, in the gray clothes. Thank so, you. God. Thank you so much for your declaration. Hallelujah. Thank you. God bless you. I love you too. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning, Ms. Kathy. It's Rochelle. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful declaration this morning. That was not a shared. That was a declaration that you put it down. Um, I, I totally agree. But I, I'm one. If the two minute expression, don't say nothing at all. If you got to get up there and make enough stuff, just pray. Pray. Send your condolences. Send your heartfelt prayers. But don't get up there. You know, just take enough time. Say say something. Well wishes or something. So your words were coming. I'm so glad that um, got, that Jesus sees that people. And I, I thought about the part where he wept. Yes, yes, yes. Shouldn't have to weep. He's done. He showed us all. He came here to show us so we can see. There's no reason why he went to web. I know what the plan was, but you think about it. When you're in Christ, you you look at a whole bunch of things and you'd be like, why would you do that? How could you understand better? But now that we have an understanding, we know that we have an advocate. We know that we have um, Jesus that loves us and shows us his love there's no reason why we want wouldn't want to be free in him so i love amen. you sis. definitely continuing to pray for you amen thank you so much god bless you and you're right it's, he came to show us and that that's the smaller scripture in the bible teaches us that it's okay to cry but keep going like keep moving keep ministering keep working keep doing what god has called you and sit you to do. He Jesus was sent. He was sent to do a work. We're sent to do a work. And and when people around us, when we go through the, the heartbreak and the heartache, it doesn't stop the assignment. I have to continue on this journey because I was truly sent to do this. We were truly sent to do this even after we lose people. We gotta still keep going. Amen. Hey, good morning, Pastor LaFleur. Um, thank you for your declaration this morning. Um, when I was praying before I prayed this morning, I was taken to um, the I Am Statements of Christ. And um, just getting back to that point of I am the resurrection and I am the life, um, I was going to comment on, on what you guys were just talking about, what she just said. Even Jesus demonstrated that. Um, we serve not a high priest that cannot be touched by the feelings of our infirmities, right? He was at yes. all points right, tested. He went through. He felt it, and he feels us now. And so yes. he had to demonstrate that. And then he still did what he had to do and what he came to do to yes. demonstrate his yes. power and God's glory. So it's just perfect right there in the text for us to see Amen. that we will go through and we will have trials and we will have tribulations and we will have sorrows, but we cannot be deterred from doing and completing our destiny, what we came to do. We cannot be distracted. And even though we might be down for a minute, 
yeah, and distractions, offenses, those things will come, but don't let them stop us to the extent where, yeah, we might be down for a minute, but we're not out, right? Take a minute, regroup. Take a minute, catch your breath. <laughs> but rely on the Amen. strength of the Holy Spirit, who is the one that gives us the ability to complete the work that he began in us because he's going to complete it. He will. Amen. And the thing is, I think that's the time when we lean in and recognize all the other scriptures we learn that his strength is yes. made perfect in our weakness. And I perfect. love that last thing, that, that you hold on to the fact that he died in the faith. So that's why we keep talking to those that are dead men walking so that they don't die in their sins, but they die in the faith so that they shall yet live again with him. That's a beautiful thing. It is a different way to mourn when you know that somebody is yes. on body in prison with the Lord. <laughs> it is Say such that. a different mourning. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Amen. I love you. Thank Amen. you for continuing to press and serve um, and praying Amen. for you. Thank you yeah. so much. God bless you. Is there anyone else before we pray out of here? If not, we're just going to pray and ask God to just continue to watch over us during this time of this month of deliverance declarations and that he will continue to open up this word to every declarer, every intercessor, every greeter that comes on here. Amen. So let us just pray. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus for all that you have said, all that you have done, and all the things that you shall do. God, we thank you for deliverance that makes us free, God. Hallelujah. Help us to stay free, God, when you have loosed the chains, when you have loosed the binds, loosed the things that have tied us up in life, Lord God. Help us to stay free in you, Father God, for whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And God, we thank you for that freedom and for that liberty to move according to your will. We thank you for the freedom and the liberty to speak the truth. Lord God, we thank you for the freedom and the liberty, the the freedom to just follow you, Lord God, and to proclaim your goodness and your glory. Father, we pray that you would get the glory out of our lives. God, we pray for transformation in the lives of the people that we've called out today, Lord God, that you will go behind into their secret places, Father, the hidden places, the dead places, Lord God, and that you would make alive those things, Father God, that need to be called forth. We even pray for those that are around us, Father God, that they will become believers because they see us trusting and believing in you, Father. We thank you for the one that that follows us that still don't believe, the ones that, Father God, that are around us but still don't believe that you were sent and that you sent us, Father God, to do greater works through us, Father God, in the name of Jesus. So we even pray for the unbelievers that you have placed in our lives, God. We won't block them. We won't unfriend them. We won't unfollow them. We won't dismiss them, Lord God. We will just keep doing your will in their presence, Father God, so that you, your Father, will get the glory in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Declare victory. I love you all. Have a beautiful day. God bless you. God bless you. Love you all. God bless you. God bless you. Resurrection and the light. Yeah.